0: Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can follow us on Facebook or visit our website at BeatitudesChurch.org. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society. Today's scripture reading is twofold. The first comes from the Christian tradition and the second from the Hindu tradition. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything. Instead, in every situation, through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, tell your requests to God. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And from the Gita, chapter 2, verses 47 and 48. You have the right to work, but never to the fruit of work. You should never engage in action for the sake of reward, nor should you long for inaction. Perform work in this world. Arjuna, as a man established within himself, without selfish attachments, and alike in success and defeat.
1: Do not be anxious about anything. This verse has inspired a lot of people when they have felt anxious within inside of themselves. Because the verse goes on and says that you are to pray to God And God will give you a sense of peace. And again, many individuals have used this verse and have found peace. There are those, however, who look at this verse and they are feeling a high degree of anxiety, a high degree of stress. And this verse says, Do not be anxious about anything. And so they pray to God but no peace comes. Well, who's to blame for that? The majority of us won't blame God, so we take the blame for ourselves. We're doing something wrong, we're not praying right, or we're allowing ourselves to get too worked up about a situation. So that verse can actually create more anxiety for people. And this verse, I think, might be doing that right now in the lives of individuals who either have voted or are getting ready to vote. For many individuals, this is a very anxious time. Elections tend to do that to us. However, I understand that there will be some individuals who will go and cast their ballot. They've done their civic duty. They move on. Everything's fine. But there will be others who will cast their ballot, and the anxiety will still be there. And the reason why these individuals have a hard time letting go of that anxiety and taking this verse and its admonition to not be anxious about anything is because they are emotionally attached to the outcome of their vote. You see, when we are emotionally attached to something, and its outcome, it's hard to let it go. So for those of you who perhaps have cast a vote, you still may be feeling anxious and a sense of fear, maybe a little bit of optimism, but in your mind you're going, which way is it going to go? And that sense of waiting can increase your anxiety level. Some of us think that once we find out the results, and now we don't even know when that might be, but when we finally venture and get that result and those outcomes, then we think, well, everything will simmer down within our side ourselves. But again, if you're emotionally attached to the outcome, then the emotions that you're feeling, once you hear the results, are going to be even greater. There may be this sense of despair, Or there may be a sense of joy, depending upon which candidate wins for you. Again, anxiety is tied into the emotional attachment we have to an outcome. So we could say in this verse, do not be anxious about anything, or rephrasing it, do not be emotionally attached to the outcomes that are in life. Why? Because when we feel anxious and stressed, many of us start to use our imagination. We create scenarios saying to ourselves, okay, if this candidate wins, then these positive things will happen. But if this candidate wins, all of these terrible things will happen. And that scenario we create in our mind becomes so real that it becomes reality our, itself. And it's, we're creating something that may or may not happen in the future, and we're bringing it back into the present and saying, ah, and we feel that anxiety because we're afraid that that reality will come about. But again, it's all our, our imagination. And so we hear again the words, do not be anxious about anything. So how does that happen? How can we lower our anxiety at this time around this election? I think one of the things we can do is practice being non-attached to the outcome. We do our civic duty, so it doesn't mean that we don't vote. It doesn't mean that we don't have a preference on who we would like to win and what bills we would like to see passed. It doesn't mean that we are uninformed. It doesn't mean that we are not able to understand the significance of this election and the ramifications it will have. So being emotionally detached from an outcome doesn't mean that we are uninformed. But it gives us space. And instead of having a fatalistic attitude, it allows us to step back and see things from a different perspective. Do not be anxious about anything, do not be emotionally attached to the outcome. And when that happens, there are four benefits that we derive inside ourselves. Number one, when we are able to emotionally detach from the outcome, we have a sense of acceptance of that outcome. Now, when I use the word acceptance, I'm not using the word in the sense of acknowledging. Yes, I acknowledge this person won. It's deeper than that. There's this deeper sense of accepting the reality as it stands. And when we can do that, when we can accept it, that enables us to be able to move forward. One of the greatest things that can happen in life that will cause us to be unanxious is just pure acceptance, and once we can accept the outcome because we're not emotionally attached to it, then the second benefit that we derive is it creates within us a sense of security. I mean, I'm sorry, of curiosity. Think, for example, what I mentioned earlier about this idea that we create these scenarios in our mind of these what-if might or might not happen. Well, if we can detach from the outcome, then those scenarios we've created in our imagination, they just fade away. And instead, we have genuine curiosity on how things might be. We don't come preset that if this person wins or if this bill passes, then how terrible it's going to be or how positive it's going to be. Instead, we're able to step back and look at it and be curious to see how we individually, how those who surround us, and how we as a nation will respond to whatever those outcome is. Do you understand how slowly by disengaging from the outcome of something we begin to feel less anxious about it? So not only do we have a sense of acceptance and a sense of curiosity, but if we are able to emotionally detach from this outcome, then we will find clarity we will actually be able to look at the situation with eyes wide open. As much as possible, we set aside our biases of what we think might be, and we see what is actually before us. I mean, right now, there's so much anxiety around appointing the next Supreme Court Justice. And some people will say that this new justice will act in this way or they will act in that way. And that's all tied into emotionally being attached to an outcome. But if we could step back just a little bit, we might be able to have clarity and see the bigger picture that surrounds all the issues that will be coming before the Supreme Court. And then when we can see with that kind of clarity, then we will find a sense of resolve within ourselves of what we need to do. Instead of just responding or reacting from a place of anxiousness, we can actually operate from a sense of peace. That's why I think the writer of this text understood that the opposite of being anxious about things is a sense of peace. Peace that comes from acceptance, peace that comes from curiosity, and peace that comes from clarity and our ability to resolve ourselves on what we need to do because of that situation and that, in those circumstances. But the fourth one, the fourth benefit, of emotionally being non-attached to an outcome is my favorite. It gives us a sense of hope. Now, I use the word hope here as not a synonym for optimism. Hope, from my perspective, is deeper than that. Hope is able to look beyond whatever the outcome is and see the possibilities of what is in the moment. So as we end this time together, I would like to share with you a few insights. And that if you're able to emotionally distance yourself from whatever outcome the election may give us. And if you are able to embrace a sense of hope when you cast your vote, as that happens, I invite you to remember that all politics, platforms, and leaders are temporary. They're temporary. As you embrace hope, I ask you to recall that political movements, personalities, and programs are here one day and then gone the next. As you embrace hope and distance yourself from the outcome, you will find that you are able to resist the temptation to place ultimate trust in any person, polity, party, movement, or nation, because you will understand that none of these have an eternal foundation. And as you embrace hope, you will find a sense of empathy. Empathy for the political decisions of others that you find troubling, especially your family and your close friends. And so may we have ears to hear what lies at the heart of these individuals' political concerns. And may we have eyes to see the noble but imperfect search for goodness that is motivating their choice. That's hope. And may you embrace hope. And as you embrace it, may you trust that providence is working behind the scenes to draw all things to a good and fitting proper end with justice and mercy. In all things, be at peace. Do not be anxious about anything. In the next few days and in the weeks after our election, that is my prayer for you that you will be able to emotionally distance yourself, become unattached to that outcome, that you will find a sense of peace and a sense of hope. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can help us to continue this program by making your donations at BeatitudesChurch.org backslash online-giving. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society.